Hello and welcome. I'm Danner. And I'm Janner. And welcome to Mama's Boy, a mother-son podcast where we have mm, slightly unhinged conversations about life. Josh, we're trying. Josh Groban. Hello. 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 And welcome. That's a major seventh, the the note you just hit. Really? It was a major seventh. That's hard for people to hit. Good job. Thank you. I read that it's really hard for people to hit. No, you can hit it, but you did a major seventh. But not many people can do that. They say only like (laughs) one in 15 can hit a major seventh. So, hello. You don't even know what I'm talking about. No, I have no clue. (laughs) I have a clue in the world. Welcome back, everybody, to episode six, which comes right after five. And I am Danner. And I'm Janner. And this is going to be fun today. We're excited for another podcast. Thanks for joining us. But, Janner, I got to talk to you. About what, hon? Because the podcast is going to take a different tune at the beginning of this Uh-oh. i was on my run today and and let me just talk for a quick second okay because okay? i had yours. i had some thoughts come in floor is yours so the reason it's going to carry a different tune is because i think this is going to be slightly deep at the beginning of this podcast wow. and the reason is is i was thinking about gratitude and i think this is a good tuesday to uh to be grateful for things and here's how it happened i was running right mm-hmm. and i was thinking about my last run and I thought, man, remember, remember, mom, when I came home from my run, I was complaining about all the gnats. Yeah. And they were all in my mouth and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was nasty, right? It was. And then I was running on my other one and it was really windy and I was running. And you know what I realized? What? That because it was windy, there were no gnats. Oh my gosh. So I became grateful for the wind because it blew the gnats away. Yes. And then as I was running today, there was wind picking up in my face and I took my glasses off in order to like clean them slightly. And the wind was really hitting my eyes. And I realized my glasses that I didn't want during a run were blocking the wind while I was running. And it just all made me realize that there's always something to be grateful for. You're so true. That there's, there's always, even if it's tiny, there's something to have gratitude for. And on those runs, it was showing me that, that they're little things, but they're there. They're always around us. My glasses were blocking the wind from my eyes. The wind was knocking the gnats out of the way. You know, the sun was warming me up. Like there's always something to be grateful for. You're right, Dan. And so I just wanted to talk about that because it was amazing. And I thought that on this particular Tuesday, I would like everybody to think about a few things that they're grateful for um, and reflect on that because... I don't think we do it enough. I don't, I think because we've talked a few times about how we get so caught up in our attitude of life and have expectations for how things are supposed to go and get frustrated when they don't, rather than looking around and saying, I'm I'm grateful. I'm grateful this happened. I'm grateful I met that person. I'm grateful. You know, I was at King Supers the other day and there's a gal talking to a woman about how she's, she's really this time going through her uh, AA meetings. She's doing really well. And in my heart, I felt really proud for her. And I was like, a, I just walked by her and it made me reflect and go, man, there are people really trying out in this world and they're really trying. And I'm grateful I don't have to go through that, but I'm proud of her and she's probably proud of herself. And I was just grateful that I could shop. I didn't have to go to AA meetings. I had some money in my pocket. And 
You're, you're right, Dan. We take so much for granted in life. Yeah. Little tiny things. Little things. And it, they always seem goofy. They seem like, why would I be grateful for that? Why would I be grateful for glasses blocking some wind? Well, because it does happen. It's it's a little thing to be grateful for because we could spend our day lamenting on shit that went wrong. Yeah. Or it could say, hey, that's a little thing, but it, it helped me see better. I could see the mountains because I didn't have wind in my eyes and dust in my eyes. And although I don't always like my glasses while I run, they were helping me here. And then I don't always like the wind because it's cold, but it was blood. Was blowing the gnats, so would I rather have a little wind or some gnats? And even the gnats were a sign that hey, there's no wind, so the sun is out, so I was warm on that run. Like, there's just things. There is. There's a lot of things that if we just stop and thought about it, yeah, we would find something to be grateful for. You're yeah. absolutely right, Dan. Yeah, I just reflect on it. And so I know we usually have a bunch of fun on this podcast, but I want to touch on that because I just thought if a lot of I've noticed a lot of people listen to our podcast in the morning or afternoon. So I thought if, if people are listening to that, then why not set your day up and start thinking about things we're grateful for or find opportunities to be grateful? Because if we're constantly looking for things to be grateful for, you're going to find them. You know, you don't right. see red cars until you start looking for a red car. Then red cars are everywhere. So why not set up your day and say, today, I'm just going to look for things I'm grateful for. I've, I almost can guarantee you that nothing is going to seem like it went wrong in the day because all you're looking for are opportunities to be grateful. You're so right. Um, so this is kind of an aside, but along the same um, line that you're talking about. But the other day I was filling up our, our coffee grinder mm -hmm. and thinking about each individual coffee bean must be picked. Yeah. And how many it takes to make a cup of coffee. And I'm thinking, I thought about the people who actually picked that coffee. And I didn't pause and be grateful for that person. Mm. But now that you mention it, it's those little things that we don't think about. Because I love my morning cup of coffee and always grateful for that. But, but, oh, go ahead. but I wasn't, I, I should be grateful for that person, that one person who picked that one bean. For me, mm -hmm. you're right. But I would say that's a form of gratitude. Even even the acknowledgement of what it took to get there is a form of gratitude. You might not have been upfront about it, but you recognized what it took to get that bean there for you to enjoy and roast it. Yeah. You, there's that person. You thought, oh, there's a person that had to pluck this. And, and here I am pushing up one button and it just grinds it up in 30 seconds and I just put it in a cup and drink it. And But the fact that you even reflected on it is taking time to appreciate it. And that's a way of showing gratitude towards what you're having. But I like the mentality about actually being more aware mm -hmm. of things to be grateful for. Mm -hmm. um, you pointed out something I, I I went to Wally Wally Mart. <laughs> Wally, Wally, Wally World, Wally yeah, Mart. <laughs> this morning and got stuck in the longest line ever. And I came home complaining to you. And you said, what, what if you had gotten through a speedy line and you got hit in the parking lot? I mean, you, I, I should be actually grateful that perhaps that line was really slow and annoying. <laughs> But that perhaps it saved me from an event that could have happened had I been in a speedier line. Yeah. So and you're right. You need to reframe things, I guess. Mm -hmm. And you're teaching me that. But well, yeah, and it puts it in an attitude check, right? So you can, when you're getting frustrated in line or frustrated or happy, it just question your emotions. Say, is this really that bad? Yeah. I'm slowing down. I'm in line. It's longer than I want, but where's my rush to go? I'm, I'm in a hurry to get home and then... 
But I'm grateful to be standing yeah. in a line mm-hmm. with every single food item that I want. Yeah, because you said the person in front of you, what took so long was they were on food stamps. Because mm-hmm. the guy didn't know how to process food stamps. But you're going, wait a minute. They're on, I don't have to. So no, maybe to me, it's just costing me a little bit more time. But I'm able to afford all these groceries I'm walking out with. Right, and I, I didn't think necessarily about everything I was grabbing on a shelf. I just thought about the things I needed. I didn't necessarily worry about dollar signs. I just more was like, I need eggs. I need this. And you could walk around the store pretty freely and grab it all. Right. So I should be, I need to stop and get my mind right and think about those things. Well, I just before. think it's a fun task. You know, I don't want, I don't want people listening to go, Dan thinks he's the shit at this. I'm not either, but it's, it's part of the process of just learning to, um, learn even cause they seem small and minute. And so people would, you know, cause when I first tried, was trying to think about things I was grateful for, you only think about the big stuff. Oh, I've got a house. I've got a bed to sleep in. Yeah. And that is, it's good. It's good to think about that stuff. But you know, after some time, then you're like, well, okay, I still have the house. you right. I still have the bed. I still have this. And so you start losing your appreciation for it. But the ability to just kind of find things every day keeps mm-hmm. things fresh. Cause there's always something to be good. Yeah. You're absolutely right. And I like, I really like you reminding me of those things. Cause I tend to not sometimes and focus on, I'm irritated. Why isn't this line moving? Yeah. And again, I'm not trying to paint myself as some guru, but one of the biggest things, especially speaking to lines in like the store, when I first had thought about it was because I was in, um, I was up at Whistler and we were in line and it was just like Whistler's a ski town and they seemed to only have like one pretty nice grocery store. I don't know why you think they'd have more, but it was a nice grocery store, but the line was always way long. And, um, I was waiting in it and I was just standing there with my groceries. You know, I was one of about 30 people. It was taking forever. And I just was uh, like, I was looking around at everybody going, man, I've got a lot of groceries. You know, and my mind was just going thinking, wow, they must make a lot of money. It, it just keeps it going. Like, I wonder how much they make every day. Just those kind of thoughts. And then I started thinking, man, it's cool that we all just have baskets full and we're going to buy these and everyone's going to go home and be able to have food on their shelves and be able to stock. And I looked out and I saw the woman in front of me and she was texting aggressively on her phone and there was a couple in front of her that were British and that doesn't really play much into the story but they were British and they had a kid and their kid was being a little bit obnoxious you know a bored kid in line running around messing with things on the shelf mom can we buy this can we buy this chapstick I want you know a kid and she was texting so furiously to a family member like oh, I'm stuck behind these Brits and all they're doing is complaining and they can't get their kid in line and her thumbs were going a million miles an hour and I was looking at that going, wow, like you're letting this family cause you so much distress for what? You know, like why? Aren't we grateful that we get to have food and we're all in the same line? And imagine if you were in their shoes and you had a, you know, we're all bored. We're all stuck in line. Why you're letting them drain you of that energy? Look yeah. around and be a little grateful. And that's what it all dawned on me that there's just still there's something. Yeah. There's always something. I, I just I don't want to break the moment, but I have a question that you're peering over this woman's shoulder and reading her text. Hell yeah. We were standing really close. It was a tight line. <laughs> and she's holding it way out. No offense. She was older, <laughs> like yourself. So, which means her font was really big. If you're going to grill me, I'll tell you the reasons and you why. you were looking over her shoulder reading her it text. It wasn't like over it. No one, no one can uh, see me, but this is how she was holding it, Mom. <laughs> I, so, I kid you so not. So you just decided to go ahead and just read her You could text. read it. I could, you could look up and read it. Yeah, Okay. I'll put me on blast. You can look up and read it. So you were grateful that she had really large tech. Yeah, I was like, look so up. So that you could not be bored. 
pulled it up and I was like, oh my God. So I'm just going to read that and should report yeah. on I'm grateful that I don't have to have large font. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. You could be grateful for it because she had large font. And <laughs> that you up. could read and bite your time in a really long line. Yeah. See, so I'm grateful for it. She distracted me. <laughs> Like, okay, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to spoil the moment. Yeah, that was a moment gone. That was, uh, that was, I was, wasn't looking right over her shoulder. You, everybody my age knows you guys have the largest font on your text. I don't. Yes, you do. Really? It's larger than the rest of ours. You're kidding. You got to show me your text sometime. Oh, yeah. I've seen yours. You can read it from over here. I could read your text from the bed. Really? Yeah, when you're texting it Marky. Looks, it looks like normal text to me. Wise words, Mikey. <laughs> <laughs> I, can, I know it looks normal to you. Yours you also smaller? have on 20 time magnifier glasses. Yours is smaller than yes. my text. I thought this was like standard you, size. Look, everyone's going to be agreeing with me. Y'all parents have huge texts. You've got 30 plus tabs open on your internet browser. Yeah. All your apps are currently running at one time. So you all wonder why your battery life isn't good. And then when you open it, it's scary. <laughs> I don't know how to close all It's scary. So apps. everything's open, everything's running, and your font is huge. It's the way your phones work. It's been since day one. I had no idea I had large font. Yes. That's oh. all zoomed in and large for you. Oh, my god. There's a lot of time when she was holding it up. Yes, I was very grateful that I could channel my aggression through her and read her texts that were <laughs> And then that were And you're grateful and that it gave you something to do yeah. online. Yeah. And okay. I was easily three feet behind her. That's how big it was. It's just like yours. <laughs> And honestly, when somebody's thumbs are moving at that pace, you notice that when someone's firing off text aggressively, you're like, oh, I wonder, <laughs> what's, going wonder what's going on. So I think I'll just stalk and look over her shoulder. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know what she's texting? Kind of like getting home from Walmart and judging the food stamps in front of you. <laughs> Could you believe they didn't know how to scan food stamps at Walmart? <laughs> I got stuck behind food stamps. <laughs> Do you know what? That woman was really texting. Some sucker behind me is trying to read my Somebody's text. Somebody's breathing on my neck. Why are they breathing on I my neck? I wish he'd get out of Every my time I'd turn around, he's looking straight up at the ceiling. And I, there's nothing to look at. I'd rather there. have this bratty kid in front of me than this stalker behind me. I know. Me. Why is he touching my neck? <laughs> <sighs> Just be grateful. <sighs> <laughs> that was me. Her name was Susan, by the way. We, no, I'm just kidding. So, anyway, I took it there because I just want to talk about gratitude. So um, let's have a bit of gratitude on this Tuesday. You're right. I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna up. try and stop and smell the flowers. Well, it's a it's a gratitude Tuesday. I just okay. want to declare it. All right. So and then yeah, I got it. I'm grateful that truly this is not blowing smoke. I'm grateful for you. I'm grateful for you. I am. Well, and that leads me to my next point of this whole podcast, because then I was thinking about gratitude, but I was thinking about gratitude with you. And I was thinking how grateful I am for you and dad. And, you know, because there's a lot of people that are going through a lot of things in life right mm -hmm. now. I've got, you know, I've got friends that are moving, friends that are now single. I've got like a whole bunch of, you know, there's a lot going on in this world. And I thought about you guys as parents and I thought, well, dad, you know. Dad has always given me good practical advice, you know, um, pretty straightforward. He, he's the he's the engineer. He's the straightforward. Here's kind of A, B, C, D, and E. And then you've always been my fill in the gaps with emotions. Here's what we do between A and B and B and C and C and D, right? Mm -hmm. And so then I was thinking about you and I thought, I was thinking about the podcast. And I was like, you know, my mom has given me so much wisdom in my life that I kind of wanted to see if you had three or four things you could tell our listeners that are in my age group, words of wisdom. And I thought, how cool, because I get to sit with my mom 
Um, and take your time. Think about a few things, you know. Um, a couple of things come to but mind. But I'm thinking, I'm thinking kind of like 25 to 35 years old. Maybe, okay. You know, maybe your female audience, maybe if you just have some advice in general. But I'd love to get some like when I was 30, I wish I would have known or. Yeah. Well, one thing uh, is I wish when we were younger, and this is kind of a general, um, we would have saved more for our retirement. Okay. I mean, done serious. And I did read an article that. You're, the millennials right now aren't taking their retirement seriously enough, um, that you guys are kind of uh, uh, in the moment. Um, so there's one piece of advice is don't forget about your future because it will come. And so what would be a piece of advice tagged onto that? Start putting it into savings, mm -hmm. start investing it. Don't, oh, and don't what, what spend you? on the here and now. Mm -hmm. Do you ask yourself if you're going to really want that fancy car do do I need this fancy of a car right now? And uh, you know, watch what you spend. I guess because we were a little bit frivolous. Your your dad and I, we we spent a lot of money on on things that perhaps we didn't need to. Um, but there's one, and that's not really a fun piece of advice. No, I'm not. I wasn't looking for fun. I was looking for just genuine advice because. You're older and I'm younger. And this age split, I think, is perfect to understand if you were looking back. And yeah. I think that's great advice. Another thing that um, it doesn't – I'm married to a wonderful man. Um, we're going on, gosh, almost 39 years. And um, can I just do a quick uh, segue? A little, I want to give him a shout-out. Every morning, he makes my breakfast, he makes my lunch, and he sends a love note with me every morning. So I love him dearly. Shouts out to – yeah. Daddy so there's always a huge gratitude. Anyway, back to what we were talking about. Um, I think a lot of young women now are worried that they won't find a man and will be lonely all their lives. And so I think too many times young women settle um, because they're, it's desperate is too strong of a word, but I that is sort of the word that I think describes it is that they say, well, I'll never meet anybody else. Or they stay in a relationship um, because they're thinking, I, if, I, if we break up, I won't find anybody else. Um, and so there's one piece of advice, too, for young women. Don't settle. Yeah, and I, I do think tagging off that there's a bit of a, a societal pressure on it, too, because I don't think people are finding – the happiness they should with themselves. Everyone, I think, is thinking I need to find happiness with a partner. My happiness will come with a partner. Very good. And so especially yeah. with, um, you know, ladies, there's even more of that pressure as we get a little bit older, you know, especially like for me in my 30s, I think guys can be a little more lax. Mm -hmm. But I know there's a bit of a biological time clock. And No, it's but, true. But yeah, but but also I just think there's there's that pressure that that – Somebody else is going to fulfill that happiness. Mm -hmm. You can you can be happy. You're going to find somebody. You can, yeah. like you said, your advice. It's okay to 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 slow it down a little bit. Don't settle. Yeah, I mean, and I think as you know, women coming up in like twenty, twenty nine, thirty, are worried like, well, maybe all the good ones are gone. And you're right. There is a biological. There nature want not, and I'm not saying all women want to have children, mm -hmm. but. Speaking just from myself, there mm. was a real need to want a family and mm -hmm. start a family. Um, but uh, and that that is part of the impetus in some women, I think, settling is that I'm getting older. Will I find someone in time? I want to start a family kind of things. But mm. but try not to do that because 
you mar- you don't want to settle and be in an unhappy marriage. So yeah. that's and I, and I think that that can even apply to some guys too. You know, I think the 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 male agenda has changed a lot in the years. You know, and um, guys like because sometimes for for myself, I feel um, I feel a bit of that pressure too. And I really? and well, yeah, you know, and I've talked to you about it. You and Dad are getting a little bit older, and by the time I have a kid, you know what's what's that dynamic going to look like? You know, um, I want them to go and go to a park with you and be able to, you know, do all the things that the current grandbabies are doing with you. But I know the longer I wait. So there's that pressure that I feel sometimes where it's like, I really, uh, cause eventually I want a family, but I want kids to enjoy their grandparents, you know? And, and, and I just sometimes get emotional and sad at the thought of, um, you know, if I'm waiting too long, uh, you know, not saying you're going to die, but, you know, how active can you be with my kids, you know, if, right. you know, and by the time they're of that age, you know, if I have them in three or four more years and then by the time you can really start engaging and playing with them, it, time moves quickly. And so I worry about it. And I think that might be a new thought for guys. But do you think that see, I guess my perspective is I I always think it's more the women who who have to do more of the settling. But it seems to me like you're saying, no, that, that young men also have these same fears. Mm-hmm. I never mm-hmm. thought of that. Yeah, that's- and that, that's why that's what I meant earlier when I said, you know, the male agenda has shifted a little bit because I think there always was that one of guys just kind of feeling like, or at least, paint, you know, society painted the picture that guys are just, it's okay, I'll find somebody and it'll be all work. You know, they just, they're blah, 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 and X, Y, and Z. And I think guys anymore are kind of feeling a pressure um, to, to to find somebody special as well and, and kind of make that match, you know. Um, I Like I said, I know definitely for myself, and it's a weird mix, you know, because I love traveling. I feel like I found kind of who I am in life right now, which is weird to have happen at 30, age 30, because it's weird to kind of – I wish I would have had this feeling when I was 25 and done – some of this mm-hmm. and then been ready to more settle down by this, but life runs its course for everybody. Yeah. But I feel, yeah, I feel a little bit of pressure, at least for myself. And I know my, a few of my friends did, although no, most are good to go now, yeah. <laughs> married now or have a pretty, pretty stable girlfriend. But well, I think I told you about the article I read that, that said men should really not marry until they're at least 29 because their frontal lobes aren't fully developed. Yeah. We've had um, a lot of lobe talks on this podcast. You know this lobe right. is important. You know, so, so much. We love our lobes on this podcast. Sometimes my lobes <laughs> disappear. Are, disappear. And my so, lobe's growing. Yeah. Yours is going. <laughs> <laughs> some go, some grow, you know, <laughs> lobes. Are, thank but, God for lobes. But I think you're in the prime. You have come on into yourself mm-hmm. at 29. And that's how I feel, but it's a scary thing, you know, because, and it's weird, it's a weird time too, because I just got out of a relationship almost a year ago, and that was with somebody who I truly thought was going to be a forever partner, you Mm -hmm. know, in my heart. You're looking back on it, there are all the signs that it wasn't going to be, but when you build it up internally that they were going to be your forever person, you know, that, that letdown is a little bit harder. So I'm coming out of that still, but I think having had that, lesson in the past or not it's still maybe it's society maybe it's something weird going on but still you feel like 30 like i need to i need to start looking i need to start really thinking about that about kids a wife and blah 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 yeah. you know yeah. um so i i think it's i think it's there for for males too um yeah are you what it, now that you're in this frame of mind are you are you under the belief that that the universe will will kind of deliver 
your one or are you are is your age group let's look at tinder and i'll keep swiping it, i see i just don't i don't understand that like are you looking for someone serious when you do all this tender right and left swiping stuff i don't know i really don't do much of that like oh. i've looked at it it's just always that was not be how I want to meet anybody. Is that how people do though in your age group? It, I think you, a lot of I think a lot of people do. I had a friend who just started dating somebody um, because they they met on one of those apps, and I, I don't know. It it certainly makes it easier. Um, would you? I kind of asked two different things. You said, you know, how do I see it, and then how do kids my age do it? Because for me, I really do find comfort in that things are going to work out for me. I find comfort in financially, in a relationship, that my life is going to work out. I just feel comfortable about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like there's just something that I know is going to work out for me in, in all those categories. So when it comes to relationship, and again, maybe it was because I just got out of one not long ago, but I, I'm not actively seeking. And I think part of that is I just trust that somebody's going to come into my life when I need them and when they need me. Mm-hmm. And we're kind of out there for each other. And that when the time is right, we're, yeah, destined, destiny, whatever you want to call it, but we're destined to meet. And that I just, I have a feeling in my heart that it's, that it's, it's going to be, that something's going to enter my life. So I don't, I don't actively go out and push it. Yeah. Um, yeah just wait for life to happen for you. Yeah. And I don't, you know, and I, you, you know me right now, I don't go out a lot anymore too. You right. know, I'm not, I'm not going out to bars a lot. I like to vary my scene. You know, you know, I love my taco Tuesday, you know, yeah. I love, I still like to do some things, but it's not like it used to be where I'd go out and I would think that's where I'm going to run into people. So I get a little yeah. nervous cause I don't do as much, you know, I'm not out and about in that sense as much anymore you know and then I don't go into a work I don't go into an office you know where you tend to meet people so sometimes I feel removed from those situations where I would be meeting somebody yes uh but I just still feel like things are gonna work out as they need to I just feel so comfortable in that that it's it's going to work out there's gonna be somebody that's gonna enter and they're gonna be just what I need. And so I don't know if that's necessary for everybody. Because like I said, my friend found somebody off a dating app. And I know that she's been kind of longing for that piece of comfort. And so that's okay to find somebody that way. I, but met your for me, dad, I picked your dad up in a bar. Because yeah. back in my era, we didn't have all these yeah. app things. And, and we were talking about that where a bar is yeah. more commonplace. Everybody went to bars mm-hmm. to meet people back then. So I mm-hmm. guess it's like a real live dating app. And for you ladies, a bit of advice. I I heard this little, um, I saw this little video clip the other day. It applies to everybody, but it was kind of framed towards gals. And it was saying that, you know, a lot of women are frustrated with the the guys they're finding these days. You know, my generation mom would call them fuck boys. (laughs) So fuck boys are just these guys that, you know, want to just sleep with you, who are hyper cocky, just... They kind of treat women like trash or just yeah. fuck boys, whatever, you yeah. know, and women are so sick of that. They want a real guy to settle down with. And this little video was about, well, what are you looking for? Do you want like kind of paint your ideal guy? You need to go to where that ideal person is hanging out. If you keep going to clubs and bars, you're going to find guys who go to clubs and bars. If your ideal man is a mountain man who likes to hike and play guitar, you need to go to the mountains and hike and look for a guy playing a guitar, right? You need to go to to where the people you want hang out. That's a good point. And and I thought that's brilliant, you know, because too often we, we, because it's changed. I just bring that up because you said you used to go to bars and meet guys. And that's how it was because the 
bars weren't quite like they are now. Bars were just kind of a general hangout. Everybody, they were packed. Yeah. Because that's what you didn't know. We didn't have any other way to meet young or mm. singles. Yeah. Um, I just thought of another thing. You asked me about words of advice. Yeah. So the, I always gave this word to your sisters growing up when they became teenagers is that, and I think it's very true even just with what you said, that women give sex to get love mm -hmm. and guys give love to get sex. Mm -hmm. I remember you even telling me that. Yeah. I mean, like, be careful how you right. approach that stuff. Exactly. And so, yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think that goes with what you, what, fuck, 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 boys. fuck boys. Yeah. yeah. That's what they do, right? They pretend to be in love with you, kind of treat you like garbage, but just keep you on yeah. for the sex and all that stuff. Yeah. And, um, like I said, I think it's, I think it's shifting a, a, a little bit these days, but not much, especially not for a lot of guys. I mean, it's, it's still out there, but, yeah. um, I, I think it's super sound advice and, um, yeah, for anybody seeking, I like that, you know, like just, just understand it'll come. And if you're on apps, if you're doing all that stuff and you're actively searching, great. That's part of your process, right? right. Everyone's got their process right. to find somebody. So like for me, I'm kind of a sit back and, and let things Kind of show me. It doesn't mean I'm not actively, you know, you have to work towards your goals or things you want. Right. You know, as I'm not going to sit back and expect to win the lotto. Um, you got to work towards things you want, but you also have to put a lot of trust that, that your timeline is your timeline, that things are going to move and progress as they need to at your speed. Right. And so if your speed is a little faster looking for a man or a gal and it's going to be, I need to swipe through Tinder, I do, then do it. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. But for me, I'm just trusting that something's going to, something's going to approach itself when I need it. Right. Well, back. I, I wanted to find a, a partner mm -hmm. back then when I, you know, we went yeah. to bars to try and find a partner. Mm -hmm. I, this is an interesting story that I would like to share. You've heard it, of course. So I picked your father up in a bar mm -hmm. and he did not, he wasn't out looking. Yeah. And um, the story behind it is, is that he is, he moved out to Colorado for a job and his girlfriend from another state was going to come join him, and uh, at her goodbye party, apparently there was a bad car accident and she was killed. And um, so he was really mourning her when I met him, and uh, it, and it was difficult. But my po my point is this: is that had she not died, you would not be here. You would not be here. having this conversation. And as tragic as her death was. It changed the world. I mean, yeah. it does. It changes. It, it, yeah. It changes your, you know, your your sister doctors would not be helping people. You would not be sitting here with me. You would not have not made your contribution to the world. Mm -hmm. Your dog Chance would still be on the streets. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you just the, the it, full ripple effect is mind yeah, blowing behind it. Yeah. Of, of of what could have been and how much that just shaped everything and even for dad you know I'd, I'd love to bring him on and talk about his side to it you know a little bit if he would ever you know if he would want to talk about that because it's it's a hard thing to talk or discuss mm. but um, but just the fact that too even going back to that that dad wasn't really looking for anybody no, you know it was it was tough he was going out with his friends he was really mourning and and here you kind of came you know and, and it, sometimes things enter right when you need them to yeah. and you don't always know why you don't know how or I didn't think of that Dan but but you entered and dad 
dad, dad needed you more than he even knew at that time, yeah. you know, and you needed dad, yeah. you know, you're, you're a healing gal. That's what you do. And you saw a heart and needed to be healed. You fell in love with him. He was in love. And it's just, I, I love your guys' story. I love yeah. it. I think it's such a, it's such a story and it's powerful. And the back part of it, the meeting each other, I think it's just, it's incredible. Oh, sometimes when I think about it, it's kind of mind blowing mm-hmm. that, that be- because of her tragic death, that this is my life. Yeah. And and you, your kids. And it affected, uh, like, your sister's um, in-laws. Their mm. lives were changed because of her death. We have grandbabies. We have these beautiful grandbabies that come out all because yeah, of that. Yeah, they would be here. Yeah, because my sisters yeah. wouldn't be. And, and then my sister's husband, they never would have met. So he yeah. would be with somebody else and that they would be having yes. these beautiful kids. And But instead, it's our family. It's it's how it's, life it's, shaped it's, because of that. Yes, it is. It's just it's just mind boggling. Yeah. So and, and so going back to our point is that it's a, it's. Things are going to work out. And if you're looking for it, great. If you're not looking for it, great. But just take comfort in that your your timeline isn't everybody else's timeline and things are going to happen for you, you know. So don't feel that pressure like you were saying. That's what I'm trying to tie it back to is don't, you know, when especially ladies, like you were saying earlier, mom, it's okay. You know, you've got some time. Mm-hmm. Don't settle. Don't things settle. are going to, you know, it's okay to actively look and get excited over people. But remember that, you know, there there's there's going to be some red flags and there's going to be some things and it and just ask yourself are they those red flags small enough that they're going to be forgivable in the future are they going to bother me because it's okay to cut it off early you don't have to settle right. but uh, along with that point though okay don't settle but also always realize that there is not a perfect person you're not perfect um they're not perfect that's kind of what i meant by red flags right. like, what are you willing to forgive right you know because it's gonna you have to work relationships right. you, you have to work through together right so there's gonna be some but what are you willing to work through i mean is a red flag biting a fingernail right does that kind of drive you crazy is that something that 20 years into a relationship that's fine right, right. It, or is that something that's gonna always drive you crazy right because that could be a bigger red flag so yeah it takes work you're absolutely right yeah my mom what said when I was having in college boy problems, she said, um, there is not a white in shining armor out there, you know, mm. and that's the same point. Yeah. You have to, uh, what, what can you tolerate? What quirks can you accept in him? What quirks will he accept in you? Because mm-hmm. you and I have talked. Yeah. We all have quirks, mm-hmm. except the quirk. Yeah. But there's some things, of course, that you can't. Oh, you just can't. Yeah. He's and- a dickhead. He's not going to change. Yeah, he's not going to change. And and it's okay, you know, to start seeing him early and make that decision early. But again, like you said, I'm glad you brought that up, is that some things you, you do need to fight a little bit for. You can't expect them to change and you can't expect that that you're going to change, that you're going to say, okay, this, is, this doesn't bother me or whatever. Right. It, if it bothers you now, you need to assess that if it's going to forever and be willing to forgive it or not and and – and work things out together. Right. Understand one another. And because and I just, uh, I think that's something that frustrates me with my age group is, is I think there's, there's, it's two ways. I think people are either settling or they're giving up too early. You know, people mm-hmm. are just, just throwing people to the wayside. It takes some work. It, it does. You, it's a, you can love everybody in the world, but a relationship is different than love, you know, and relationships. Oh, yes takes a bit of work. It does. It takes a bit of patience. And so my group is either giving up or, you know, not working hard enough. Yeah. Did I get that all backwards? 
Right. I think I had a lobe moment. <laughs> but they're either settling or they're not putting in any of the work, right? It's right. either just ditching people that could be amazing or you're just settling and saying, oh, this is going to suck, but what else am I going to find? Yeah. So This is it. Yeah. So what we're saying is find that perfect person. Yeah. <laughs> just find that middle ground. I think. <laughs> just what are you doing hanging out? Find that perfect person. Wow, we went deep, didn't we? Today? Yeah, and I knew this one was going to be a little bit, um, a little bit deeper too. And and I I had something I wanted to say too because I was thinking about you know I don't have too much advice for ladies, but there was a thing that I wanted to bring up. Clearly, you can see I think about a lot on my runs because when you're just running and you're feeling good and it's just your own time, you let your emotions flow. And one of them, I just wanted to say is don't be afraid to tell more people you love them yeah i was just thinking about that and i was like you know i just think people kind of fear that i tell people i love them all the time you do yeah and i even i mean i have to meet i couldn't just meet somebody at walmart and say like, see you later i love you yeah you know but if i've met somebody a few times i know i've seen the look on some people's face when i say you know see you later i love you because I don't have any problem saying it. I think that love is a spectrum. And I just don't think we say it enough to people. I think we will reserve that word. Whereas yeah. I think it's a word that needs to be used more often. I agree. We don't need to hide behind it. You know, people, I need to reserve it for that one. The, yeah, I love them. Something you have to love with all your heart deeply. Pat, no. Love's a spectrum. You know, right. I love I love you for this. I love you for the way you make me smile. And I love you because you're family. And I love you because we're in a relationship. I love my dog because he brings me joy, even though he can't say words. You know, right. it's, we love. And so I just wanted to tell people, my just don't be afraid to say I love you more yeah. to everybody. And not only that, but life's fleeting. It's it okay is. to remind people that you love them. Yeah. That you're proud of them. Tell people you're proud of them. Tell people you love them because we don't, maybe from a guy's standpoint, especially say it to them. I feel like sometimes guys just don't hear that, you know, oh, they're, they're a male. I don't want to hype their ego, but let guys know that you're proud of them, that you love them. Yeah. You know, I think it means more to us that people give credit, but just in general. Yeah. Tell people you love them. If you feel proud, let them know you're proud of them. I don't think that woman who you stood behind and read her text would um, want to hear that you loved her why not maybe that's what she needed that day maybe she said you know i'm proud of you for being here i love you <laughs> you don't know what if it would have made her day that you yep. you could have texted her i love you I love hey you. turn around i love you <laughs> turn around i'm right here i'm proud of you i love you, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> It probably would have gotten one more person out of line. Yeah. Made my line shorter. Right? <laughs> just one way to rush to the front. I love you. <laughs> hey, no, no, no. I just that you little me. kid who was running around. Oh, no. So, I definitely got so, down on one knee with him yeah. and said, hey, little guy, I love you. <laughs> well, you get her out of line. Okay. She's done texting and yeah. she's out of here. And the next card in front of you was Yeah, the it's the, the Brits. So then I get to the kid and I kind of, I love you. I love you, little kid. Hey, buddy. I'll buy you that candy bar. I love I you. I love you. I love you. I've got they're a bed out. in my car. They're out. You're next line up. Now you're 28th in line. Mm -hmm. I see? can see how this is. See, I know. You're, you're on to something. <laughs> and I'm just grateful I can spread love. That's what we're trying to say here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I know this one was a little bit deeper, but I, I cause especially right after our zombie talk. You but, uh, need a little bit of love. Yeah. I was, and gratitude. But I, I, I wanted to hear from you because you have just, you're just... You're so good at advice giving. Aww. You're so good at calming the heart. And you're so good at at refocusing on the emotional side of things. And Thank I just you. 
And I'd still like to talk more. I feel like we could do a full podcast on it. Like I do want to lighten it up and do a would you rather and stuff. But let me think about some. Yeah, things. and I knew I kind of got you, but I wanted some. I, the reason I didn't tell you the topic was because I wanted what first came to your mind. I wanted. Uh, I wanted. I didn't want you to put too much thought into it initially. Like we could revisit it, but I wanted you. Like what's that one piece? And you hit us with finance. But sorry, but either it's way, true. <laughs> I know. But that's why it's so important is because yes. that, that's a big one to you. You're going to be my age Which someday. Is so, it's so funny to me that you brought that one up. Well, I'm a 30 year old living at home who travels within a car and you're saying you should save up a little bit of the future. And I'm like, I'm kind of looking at myself going, uh, <laughs> well, it's because someday you're going to be my age. At me here? <laughs> no, you're going to be my age someday. And when I was your age, I didn't save because I thought those are just for old people. I know. And now and I'm, I'm an old pro person. I know. But see, my theory is I'm glad you're saving and learn that lesson. Cause you're going to die. I inherit the hell house. I sell the house because the market's exploding. I bought myself a nicer van. <laughs> Chance and I just kind of live out on the road. Maybe I'll buy an acre or two, oh. a tiny house. So your retirement plan is that we die. Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't see anything wrong with that. I got it good. But weirdly enough, jokes aside, I feel like, I just feel like there's something looming for me. Yeah. Oh, I think so too. But I mean, like I said, jokes aside, I'm not messing around with like you guys dying or anything, but I just I have a weird feeling that things are going to be okay for me. Now, I'm not banking on that, right? Again, you got to go out work. You got to do, you have to do the right things in life. But I I just, this is going to sound so corny and I know you're going to rip into me for this, but I feel cradled by the universe. I feel protected. I feel like things are going to be okay. I'm not going to make fun of you because I think that's right. Yeah, it sounds so, I get how it sounds, but there's no other way for me to put it. I Please just, don't like crystals though. I know I'm not a sage and crystal, but yeah. I just, there's this weird, I, I just feel in my heart that things are going to be okay uh-huh. and that, you know, like financially things are going to work out and, and they have, you know, I, I have enough, I have enough to get by. Right. And to me, that's, that's happiness. That is okay. So you just set your comfort levels. Right. And it's going to work out. You, you have taught me manifest. Yeah. You manifest it. There's a lot about manifesting about it. And you're manifesting yeah, that. That I just think that things are going to work out in the future. And if not, we're going to die and you'll... You and still, then it's, it still worked out. You still have to split three ways, honey. You still have two siblings. Not if you write me in a larger hunk. <laughs> I'm not getting that. You have all the power to change that. Who's changing my, my dirty diapers? What? Who's going to change my dirty diapers when I yeah, start... Yeah, the nurse. You think the girls are going to have time to do that? So... And I'll be traveling, so it's the nurse. <laughs> Let's be honest about it. It's it's whoever some, changes it's, my diapers. You know, but I, working in senior living, there's a lot of very sweet CNAs out there. <laughs> She's going to get my money. Whoever uh, changes my diapers gets the money. Oh, is that what it takes? Yeah. I will change your diapers. <laughs> I didn't know that was the kicker. That was it. You could have just said that a while ago. It's me, Chandler. I will change your diapers. That was it. That's what. Get, okay. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> like, easy. Easy ticket to ride there. That came out of nowhere. Yeah, I'll change them. No, no, no. But I don't actually bank on that. And I don't have morbid thoughts about you guys dying. But um, but it sounds like you are banking on it. What are you reaching for? Are I don't know about banking. A, uh, are you reaching for a... Uh, would you rather? No. No. Sounds like you're reaching for a would you rather. I'll reach you for a would you rather. <laughs> All right, let's get off of changing my diet. I just hope we get a good one in here. Me too. Okay. Would you rather change your mother's diapers or, or <laughs> have the diaper change you? <laughs> would you rather have hair for teeth or have teeth for hair? What? 
What? Serious? Yeah. Maybe we'll do a two for Would You Rather today, but we got to answer that one, but maybe we'll sneak in one more. That's kind of gross. I'm not going to read this one yet in case we just want to talk about it, but would you rather have hair for teeth or teeth for hair? I'd rather just have teath for hair. I would too. Because what are you supposed to do with hairy teeth? <laughs> yeah, they, or hair for teeth. You know you when, when you chew food and you get a hair in it, how gross that is? Yeah. So who would want hair for teeth? Yeah, That's no one would. And how do you chew? Like, do you have to puree at all? No. Yeah. Well, imagine but teeth for hair. Teeth for You'd hair, have this like. You just put on a little toothpaste and. Would you have to scrub your hair because you were not eating anything? That scrub would your a, hair? Scrub your teeth hair? That would take a lot of time to brush your hair. Yeah, but I don't. Would you have to do that? And I'm wondering, like, is your hair covered in teeth? Like, is it like all teeth? Or they're just like speckled with teeth? You know what I mean? Like, you got like 10 teeth on your head. Because hmm. if, if, if each hair was a tooth, that would. Make a lot of racket. Yeah, well, I don't. I think we're picturing a different thing. What do you mean racket? It, it, they're not little hanging willy nilly. That's what I'm thinking. They're hanging. Oh, off like what? Teeth hanging from your head, from your scalp. But what are they hanging off of? I just pictured they're like embed, embedded in there, so you have no hair, you have nothing. You uh, just have like basically like a spiky head of like it, teeth in there. Just nuts. That's as gross. But I still would rather have teeth, teeth for, for hair. hair. Yeah. So we're yeah, the same one. I don't want a hair in my mouth. I don't either. That's just too yucky when you get a hair in your face. I know. That one's disgusting. Okay. Would you rather have to clean an entire 18-wheeler with your tongue <laughs> or not be able to shower or bathe for an entire year? Shower or bathe? I, I'd rather not be able to shower or bathe for a whole year. Then lick an 18-wheeler with my tongue. Clean the entire 18-wheeler with a, with your tongue. I Lick the entire thing. I'm with you. As long as I didn't have to go anywhere that year. Well, and here's why, too, is actually there's a lot of studies that I've seen because <laughs> I got interested on the topic because there's a whole movement. Um, I forgot what it's called, like no poo or something like that, where people are against shampoos. And there's actually more studies coming out saying that shampoo's really, really bad for you. Really? Um, yeah, and so there's this whole collection of people not shampooing and they say like for the first two to three weeks your hair is greasy and then like it's like almost overnight it takes on this whole natural healthy vibe to it um, i don't see how. as the oils reabsorb and as everything yeah because you're not supposed to be dumping all this stuff on daily we were never meant for that yeah but then you get all those dead skin cells on your skin yeah which which fall off and Ew. having it natural but see no one ever gives it that long so i just mean like i i would be okay trying it for a year if all you didn't do is not Shower if I didn't bath. have to, you know, I don't want to go in your body kind of takes care of itself, though. It would though. still stink. You I'm would gonna... be stinky. There's no doubt about it. Yeah. Like, you'd be stinky. Yeah. No. Yeah, okay. Oh, this is so off the subject, but I'm... Let uh, it rip. Really? So, we I am... We what we want. I'm listening to a book um, about um, pandemics. Interesting and timing. I know, I know. And it talks about, over history, the, the pandemics. And I'm on the chapter now on, on typhus. And fun fact, well, not fun. You know, <laughs> did you know Anne Frank probably died of typhus? Oh. Um, so typhus is a disease that's spread by... Uh, um, low alert, low alert, <laughs> low, low alert, low alert. alert. <laughs> typhus is spread by... Gunk, gunk, gunk. Gunk, gunk. Can you cut this yeah, long pause the, out? Yeah, there's a long pause. I'll just cut. I'm going to do some sleeping. it's not ticks. It's um, lice. Oh, it's okay. spread by lice. Cut out that really Well, ticks, long... oh yeah, ticks cause Lyme disease. Right. No, so, so typhus is spread by 
<laughs> Ticks. No. no, they're spread by fleas. They're spread by lice. Lice. <laughs> oh my gosh. Lice. The critter's so, so nice the, you named the it twice. The whole point of the story is like so gone because it was so interesting. And I just blew it with my huge skip of mind. Lice. Lice. Typhoid is caused by lice. And Ty- Anne Frank typhus. might have died by typhus. She, yeah, she, they said typhus because in, so lice thrive in colder environments um, because, and in warm, moist environments. So why they like cold is back in the days when there wasn't a lot of showers and stuff and in the colder northern countries, people just wore layer after layer after layer of clothes to keep warm and they never showered or took off those layers. So it was a perfect setup for lice um, to live in there and um so that goes along with people never showering <laughs> but i guess there, there was a story about when some some priest died that when they were preparing his body he had on 12 layers of clothes and the lice started crawling out of his clothes oh. isn't that disgusting <laughs> yeah yeah so that's why Anne Frank in the concentration camps, they were in the northern countries. But is it was it for sure that she died from typhus? That, well, that, that is the Because you said like, they thought she did. So yeah, it's they, not confirmed. Well, no, but they're mm. thinking. Because yeah. do you remember in Schindler's List? You yeah. probably don't remember that what movie. What do you mean? I love that movie. I've seen it so okay, many times. Do you remember when the, um, the accountant... The Jewish accountant, he'd go past the guards and he'd scratch his head. Uh-huh. And he said, if you do that, the guards will keep away from you because they I think you have lies. I do remember that. No, I do remember that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. And anyway, so people back then never showered or took off their clothes, the same clothes. So my point to you is, if people don't shower for a year, you're going to have lice and die of typhus. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we could maybe change our clothes in this scenario. I didn't think we had to like put on a jacket and keep a jacket on. (laughs) That paints a whole different picture. Give me that 18 wheeler. I will lick that bitch head to toe. (laughs) I'm licking away. Mm, What a fun game. Mm, Grasshoppers. Mm. Goes along with having to wear gloves for a total year. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, thank you for that. You're welcome. That was good. That was little, powerful stuff. A little ditty. Yeah, a little ditty. <laughs> so this podcast is full of knowledge. Relationships. Yeah. Typhus. <laughs> you name it, we've covered it. Shut, not showering for a year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I'm choosing that. Okay. I'm choosing that. I'm going to go on to a third today. You No. We're feeling reckless. Wow. Should we enter that this zone? This is a record. Yeah. Should we enter that zone? Let's do. Because why not? You know what? We set our own rules around here. Yes, we do. And, we, and a third would you rather? We are having fun. This could be like a would you rather series. Yeah. When you have fun, why stop the fun train? Yeah. We actually let you draw one though if we do another one. Would you rather get a paper cut every time someone says your name or poop your pants every time you have sex? <laughs> <laughs> That's... <laughs> Would you rather get a paper cut every time someone says your name or poop your pants every time you have sex? Okay. So I think I'd have the the second one. Yeah, that'd probably be better for you because you're locked in. You can just go ahead and say, let's never do it again because I'm going to poop my pants, which actually could be the truth. Your dad would say that. No, thanks. We're not. No, thank you. I just know you're going to shit yourself. And your son's not going to change your diet. Yeah. But then knowing that I'd be outside going. Janner, 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 Janner. <laughs> Just getting cut the fuck up. Ow, 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 Janner, 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 Janner. 
<laughs> yeah, I don't know because that. Yeah, that's a tough one for my age. Your um, age group. Oh. I feel like I would just put out a mass text and email that says "Never say my name again." Just call me Pop Tart. <laughs> don't ever say my name for the rest of forever. I don't want to poop my pants during sex. Do you think though, like with the person you love, and we were talking about relationships, is that a red flag? What, baby? Do you think that'd be a red flag to a lot of people? Like, yeah, God, every time pants. we fuck, he poops his pants. I definitely think that that would be a turnoff at your age. You tell me. Yeah, it, it actually I know. would. Like if I, but if, if, you if love I were him, sleeping with a girl, that's what I mean, though. So you throw love in because you, you really love this person. And you've gone on dates, right, before you slept together. And so you're just falling in L. You're in deep L with this person. And the L is strong. And then you go. You remove their clothes. And you... Slide on in the sack. <laughs> Stop it! And they poop their pants. <laughs> what are we? What are we talking? Are we talking L? He's still in deep L here. That would be a real turn. Still talking? Uh, no, I don't know. Could you go on with another date? I. I, you have to tell me because I'm not in your shoes. I've had two girls pee in my bed. Oh, stop it! No, I'm not trying to be vulgar at all. I'm just saying so. People are listening. Who? People. <laughs> just saying they peed in my bed. <laughs> so uh, that was enough to turn off. So I think it would be a big enough turn off if somebody <laughs> pooped in my bed. Like, no, we're not pooping. So if I were pooping, I imagine I'm not getting mates. <laughs> so, but then again, I could just join the Lonely Hearts Club, accept my faith, because it doesn't stop you from having sex. You're still having sex. You're just pooping. Okay, wait, wait, I got an, I've got a solution to this. Cork. You cork your hole? <laughs> You put a cork in it before the lovemaking starts. What about that idea? I just think it corks out. <laughs> Have you ever seen champagne pop? You just, oh, you, stop it. You shake champagne enough. Stop. <laughs> just, stop it. This is a gross one. <laughs> well, yeah, a paper cut every time someone says your name. Oh, that I'm and, and I am named all day long. Oh, yeah, people would be calling oh, you. I would be calling. full of paper cuts. I would sting. Yeah, you're definitely going with pooping. Yeah. There's no doubt for you it's pooping. I think I got to go with paper cuts. Yeah. I think I do. I think I just have to tell people, don't say my name. Like, just don't say my name. Except for if I'm mad at you. I'm going to be like you just said you would do it me. Danner, 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 danner. Then I would stand in front of you and make you look me in the eyes as I bled out <laughs> from paper cuts as you're causing it. <laughs> as I'm saying Janner right back to you. Oh, yeah. Wait, you didn't want that one. Oh, yeah, you did want that one. I'd be saying it to you. We, ew. We would just be a bloody, angry mess at each other. Janner, Danner, Janner, Danner. Ah, oh, Janner, Danner. <laughs> just cut each other up. Yeah, because I didn't think I could talk like forever about it because I got it pretty figured out. So, what was it? What was, what was so I was guessing up the other day, and the the lotto, the Powerball, was up to three hundred million. And I, while I'm waiting for my car to fill, I'm thinking I could use three hundred million. Yeah, yeah. And then I thought, well, well, what would I do? Because at least at my age, I, I, I don't want to buy a yacht. I mean, to me, that is. So... I think at your age, you should buy the yacht. I think my age shouldn't buy the yacht. Oh, <laughs> honestly, right? Because like you, you don't have. As long with it. You already have a house. Right? You got some things going yeah. on. So that could be more frugal where my age, you'd probably want to do more investments and shit with him. Yeah. So is that what you think you would do if you had 300 million? Oh, I thought a lot about this. I thought a lot about winning the lotto because I've you? passed a lot of signs and I get into fantasy land about yeah, it. Yeah. I think so, everybody does. So this is – if oh, yeah. How do you not? When you look at that much money, how does your brain not start thinking about what would I do 
with $300 million. Yeah. That's a fuck ton of money. And I always thought like, I wouldn't tell anybody in this family. First thing I'll do is make sure it's like in my account. I would want it there. Okay. I would get everybody tickets, private jet tickets. So like the suspicion would already be out, but I'd just be like, hey, you know, I would coordinate as a family vacation, make sure your schedules are good. And then I'd be like, all right, so here's your tickets, right? And everyone would go. They'd all be private jets. We'd meet somewhere badass, like a beach of Fiji or something. Everyone's Ooh. there. Everyone's confused. The whole family's confused, right? Like yeah. how, did, how can we afford this? How, what's happening? You know, so we're all there. We're chilling. Um, and then I would, I would just give everybody a card and it would have a check for like 5 million in it per person. And I would just be like, here's everyone's card. Like I would all gather around, you know, we'd have like a day at the beach or something. We'd just be like, everyone would be like, what the heck? But everyone would be happy, chilling. Then, yeah, I'd have a card with like five or 10 million in it. And, and then the talk would happen. We'd sit there all night and we would just talk about that and be like, yeah, I won the lotto. You guys are all taken care of. You know, if you guys need more, let me know. But it stays within this family, you know, because I trust that this family wouldn't take advantage of each other, whoever won it. Okay. You know what I mean? I just have a little question though. Yeah. So what there's, you've got uh, two sisters and then dad and me. And so that's uh, 20 million and you have 300 million. That's what I mean. If you need more, but that should set You're everybody on the right five million. See, this is what I didn't want to happen. You couldn't look at that and be like, what? I was thinking it's five million per person. So that's 10 million, 20, 30 million dollars. I know, but I, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm so much worth more than that five million. Ooh, are we going to have a fight on the pot? This is exactly what I didn't want. That you didn't think your mother needed more because she gave you life? Oh my God, because you're about to die. <laughs> what kind of house do you need? You don't need a 40 million dollar house. <laughs> I think just it's enough. It's the to principle. How much would you say is fair then, Tanner, <laughs> out of my 300 million that I won? I say I get 100 million. Oh my and God. And then you split the rest That's with everybody else. That's some greedy else. shit. And then the rest can all have 5 million. Wow. <laughs> that is some greedy shit. A hundred million dollars. It's just, just it's from your heart. It's Dad's like, getting five. You're getting four. Because it, you're getting slightly less for this comment. And every time it, no, you bring no, it up, listen, you get a million dollars no, less. Listen to me because that will tell me that you really love me. But I said, if anybody needs more, you come to me because I trusted this family wouldn't be greedy just like that. And literally, <laughs> as I said that, you proved me wrong from the last person I would expect to take advantage of that. Because I figured Janner would know that once the family's all paid off, me and you are doing shit. Yeah, we are. Actually, me and you I mean, are I'm podcasting kidding. on yachts. Me and you are podcasting from Greece. Me and you are taking flights over to Sicily and we're podcasting there. Me and you are coming back to the U.S. and going to the Keys where we can stay on real nude beaches. And <laughs> Honey, I was just kidding about 100 million. I truly would be grateful for five. But see, I would keep giving you guys more. It would I just know. be like, here's for everybody. I know. As like a big surprise. Everyone would open their envelope. Everyone would be like, oh my God, what? And I'd be like... Yes, if you guys need some more, let me know. But like, you know, this is 10 million per household. Take care of your debt. Take care, put it in college. Go get you guys a nice house. If you need some more, let me know. But I got it. And then I, so once the family's all happy and y'all are doing your thing with your newfound money, I'm straight traveling. It's just going to sit there. I'm going to get a nice van, but probably I'm international first. I'm doing oh, flights. Yeah, you are. Um, but I just see, I always thought about this piece. I don't know that I would do like luxury everything. Like I would do the luxury flights. Yeah. You know, I would do those $20,000 overseas, like first class, yeah. you know, like, um, 
Emirates flights first yeah. class. Like I would do those, but I don't know that I'd want to do like luxury hotels everywhere because that's not my favorite form of traveling. Like I would like it for a little bit. Yeah. You know, I would do a few just to I have 300 million, right? Like I'd right. want to, but I'd still want to kind of van thing. Yeah. You know, you wouldn't have any trouble meeting a lady then. I'm sure they'd be flocking to me. <laughs> I know. Weird how the world would change suddenly when the money came in. But I always, I, for some reason, I fantasize about who I would give money to. Yeah. You know, I like, there's been coworkers and I always thought about my ex. Would I just stroke her a million dollar check? And then I was like, well, would that be an egotistical thing? No, you wouldn't. I don't know. Don't, please. I'm just saying, like, I think about who I would give money to because when you have $300 million and you can just be like, like to some old coworkers and stuff, I'd be like, here, you're fine. Like, you've always been an amazing person. Yeah. Here's a million dollars. I thought of that too. I, yeah. That I would, and my, my friends and. Uh-huh. But I, I always think about who. And I thought, I thought about like my exes. There's a couple of them that really? I might, I might stroke a Millie too. Okay. Yeah. You're very generous that way. Well, that's what I always wondered though. Am I generous or is it an ego thing? Like, hey, I've got money now. You should have stayed around. <laughs> you should have stayed with me. I worth 300 million. <laughs> Here's $1 million. Here's or just pay off enough of student loans or stuff, whatever they have going on. Like, here's 20 grand. Yeah. See, that would be a bigger slap in the face when you're worth 300 million. It's like, <laughs> here's $20,000. <laughs> Not even fully enough to pay off anything. Here's seven grand. <laughs> Just, there you go. Ooh, enjoy that. I'm going to go now. I got a private jet to catch. <laughs> I bet if you had 300 million, your ladies wouldn't care if you pooped your pants every time you had sex. Oh, that is true, though. They yeah. could definitely overlook uh, for 300 yeah. million. Because yeah. I would just be like, Gerard, I pooped again. And here comes my butler just wiping. And then off we go. Yeah. like You forgive that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She doesn't care. It's like Hef Dog. Like Hugh Hefner. Oh, yeah. Come on. Like, that many women? You know there was some, like, bag changing, right? Like, some colostomy changing. And that's fine. Yeah. You're making okay. rich, sure. Yeah, yeah, you poop You got to change your glossy bag in the middle of this? You're good. I'll wait. I'm good. Can I still live in the Playboy Mansion? Yeah, I'm sure I'd find somebody. What would you do? I kind of took that over. I, no, I'm, I'm with you. I First of all, pay off your sister's student loans. Yep. And that'd be just a drop in the bucket. But, oh, my gosh. So there so you, are so it's 300 so million. I just wanted to set that. That's what we've won. It's okay, 300 million. 300 million. I would actually, I would have, because, you know, you've got your father's family and then my side of the family and then the kids. And so I've, I thought that we, we would somehow divide it so that, of course, you kids get the majority of it. But then we would take a, a big amount, like say, I don't know, 10, 20 million. My side of the family gets that. His side of the family gets that, and then they split it how they want to. Really? So you would try to make sure all the extended families are good? I would. Man, they're going to come after me on this one. I didn't even... (laughs) Mm, I, I, would. I would. I, I would. I would. I would. My cousins I, who I love. Yeah. Um, yeah. There are some other ones. I just always worried about when you spread it, then people get more, yeah. more, 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 more. Yeah. But I mean, I, I would want my cousins. I love my cousins. You yeah. Know, I would love them to get something. Yeah. No, that's true. But you know, then there's, well, do you count each cousin separately on my side, each cousin separately on your dad's side? Or do you just give a chunk to his side, a chunk to my side? And then they divide it. Do you know what I mean? You, I think you would find the most trustworthy person that kind of works with each side of the family that is in contact with the most people. Mm-hmm. And then you go right to that one person and you chunk it to them. Mm-hmm. And you say, the, the, you're going to be the point person. If you guys want this money, you go to – I'm just going to name a name. You go to Jill. Mm-hmm. Jill is going to be your point person. There's, mm-hmm. there's $40 million in his account. She's going to divide it up between all of y'all. But that's it, right? Like. Or, or let's say you take, okay, let's say 10 million on my side. So then I make a list of all the family members on my side, 
like, you know, Nancy, Joan, Karen, and, you know, that. And and then I take that 10 million and I divide it among my side. No, so you're doing it wrong. What you do is that you make sure you get all the family together and then you divide it unequally right in front of their faces <laughs> and then you leave you leave you just cause an uproar you cause pure chaos and then you leave you just rip out on your lamborghini and you're gone and you just leave that whole family reunion in the dust and that one cousin who never talks to us anymore here's a buck you throw you throw horses <laughs> jousting jousts and knives in there uh-huh you put a hundred million dollars on the stage. Uh-huh. You divide a bit unequally just to cause turmoil, and you're out. And then it's survive. <laughs> it's survive. You want that money? Here you L- go. Later. <laughs> and then you just you let Darwin take over from yeah. there. Yeah. You let Darwin fully do. Okay, so yeah. family's been situated. What okay. kind of goodies are you buying for yourself? Um, you have to get a few goodies. It's yes. three hundred million. No, I. You know what I would like? I would like a house. Um, that's a little bit sec- more secluded and with an amazing view and water. Like, you know, that's what I would want. Yeah, 100%. So I'm thinking because I want that too. Here's kind of what I'm thinking is that maybe we go to in on it together because I'm a mama's boy. I want to be close to my yeah, mom. Yeah. But we want our own land. So I'm thinking right. like 100 acres. Okay. Or maybe like even like a thousand acres. Uh-huh. So like I have a piece of it and I can put a tiny home. Yeah. And it's, it's, Far enough away where it's just like secluded. Yeah. But we're like together. Like there's like one cute little dirt path that just leads from like each house to each house. We buy that Yellowstone Ranch on that series, Yellowstone. Okay. I get the one that Kevin Costner lives in and you can have the house that the other guy lives in. Not a clue what you're talking about. Oh, it's beautiful. It's in Montana. It's beautiful. Yeah. I could do that. But see, I'm thinking some big acreage because I want some land with a gorgeous view and I just want a tiny home on it. I want a... A nice little sustainable tiny home because, I mean, I think I have a lot of friends have heard me talk a lot about this, but my ultimate dream after traveling and getting all that on my system is like 40 acres and a tiny home mm-hmm. so that all of the land is basically my home. My door is open. Chance just runs free on 40 acres. I mean, he'll come back. He likes to explore, but he would come back. But he just, he runs wherever he wants. My door is open. I hang out in this tiny home and I can hike on my own property. I can explore. I don't have to worry about anybody else. Like that, that is like a true dream. So yeah, yeah. if I can get a, if I can, if I can corner off a bit of this thousand acres and have that, and then you and dad can have like a mansion, obviously, because you're going to have grandbabies and everyone coming through. I don't so, want a huge mansion. Well, and it's got to be luxury because you I have do. to be the luxury side of things, right? Yeah. So I'm like, I get to live like a dirt bag and then take my little mm. golf cart down the road and then yeah, re- see enough the rooms mansion. for everybody to come over, yeah. play toys, yeah. like AV, 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 little doom buggy things. <laughs> You know, ATVs, yeah. ATVs, RVs. For, for the family together. I yeah. want a house and for the family to be, that would make me happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Everybody, I think a nice little hot tub mm-hmm. with uh, the view, right? So mm-hmm. we can all soak in the eve. And just watch the sunsets with a glass of wine. Uh-huh. uh-huh. That's how yeah. I want to die that way. I think that I would want like a little hemp farm. Mm-hmm. Just mm-hmm. so, I think it'd be fun to grow and smoke some weed. Because I think when you really... You don't have a lot of cares anymore. It'd be fun to smoke weed. Yeah. Weed can kind of affect me sometimes because I have cares. Yeah. But when I'm sitting at a mansion surrounded by ATVs, got 200 million in the bank. My little tiny home is just down the road. 
Yeah. Yeah, I could grow some weed and just smoke it in the hot tub. <laughs> yeah, like it just kind of paints a cool picture in my it head. It does, yeah. You know, like, oh, I'm just gonna go pluck it. So I go over to one section of your giant garden you have growing. <laughs> I pluck off my own weed and I just sit in the hot tub and smoke it as the boys are running around and I'm just it's kinda like Al Capone style, but obviously yeah. no cocaine. Okay, well if you can have a hemp growing weed, I wanna grow grapes, then we'll have bottle our own Chardonnay. Yes, we have a little vineyard. Yeah. Holy hell. And you know epic. what? Then, then if Bodebox Buttery Chardonnay, Chardonnay doesn't sponsor us, hell with them. I've got my own buttery Chardonnay. You know what? And I gotta I gotta speak to that really quick because I'm pissed at Chobani. Oikos, get on it. Oikos has been seeing everything. Oikos is there for us. So really? Where's we, the money? Show me the money. Oikos. Yeah, show us the money. Because when we're Millie's. Yeah. We're millionaires. Well, we have the 300 million. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to hire a guy. This guy's name is going to be Louise. Louise <laughs> is going to be my personal Greek yogurt maker. Okay. And I'm just going to have all the Greek yogurt I want. Hell with these companies. Yeah. We Ch keep banking on them. If what are we waiting around for Chibata them for? If doesn't come, who cares? Yeah. What are we waiting around for you for? We're going to have our own vineyard. Sorry, Bodabox, you're it. out. Yeah. We're going to have all the Greek yogurt. I want a pool of Greek yogurt. I want to... <laughs> I want a yogurt pool and I want it with fresh Greek yogurt every time so that I can swim in it. And uh -huh. then I want it recycled out uh -huh. and I want fresh. I want to swim in buttery Chardonnay. Yeah. I hear it's good for your skin. There's beer baths. And if I pee in it, no one will know because it'll be the same color. Bingo. <laughs> Whoa, we're good. We know how to spend money. <laughs> We should get investors. These are all genius ideas. But for right now, if Buttery Chardonnay, Oikos, or Chobani want to sponsor this podcast, just reach out at mamasboypod.com. Yeah. We're always up for it. Get at us. <laughs> we could still... Let's pull out a fantasy. We could use that money. Oikos. We could use some Oikos money. If we can't win the I already had so much lotto. Greek yogurt this morning, so I could really... It's really draining on me right now. So if, if you want to come out of the woodworks to pay for that. Yeah. You know, I would do... With that much money, I would do some luxury boy things. I would do some fast cars. With that level of money. If I won $20 million, it would be more like get some land little tiny home on it. You know, I'd put like two, maybe three million towards that sort of thing. Um, and then it would be more kind of investment. But where could you, where could you even drive a fast car? I mean, you, you I know, but see, it's it, people ask that, but when you're rich, you don't worry about tickets as much anymore. So you just kind of do it anywhere. Yeah. But the world, there's so much traffic anyway. Where are you going to go? That You could do it. Death Valley, I guess. Yeah. There's places. I've been on some roads in Kansas. There's some long roads in you Kansas. Here. Lamborghini down Kansas. There's some long, boring roads <laughs> in Kansas. Hey, Kansas fam, I love you guys, but your roads, they are long <laughs> and boring. <laughs> um, Iowa, you got some long and boring roads. Sullivan, <laughs> Illinois, you got some long Amish roads. <laughs> A little more dirty, but uh, long, boring roads. So there's places. Okay. But I would do some of that with that much money. Okay. You know, smaller amounts. I'm I'm investing. I'm diversifying my portfolio. That's a good idea. But with big lump sums, yeah. yeah. We're going to have a boat in the Mediterranean. We're going to have this hunk of land. Yeah. We're going to have a private jet, a $30 million private jet. I just want just to have stuff that the whole family can be together. But that's what I mean. We need to have like a family private jet yeah. at the at the ready, right? right? So like any one of us can travel when we want to. Right. And for 40 million, yeah. that's that's fine. We have yeah. 300 million dollars. Yeah. 
But I'm not a jewelry person at all, so I, I don't know. want diamonds and stuff. That'd I don't be want weird. That. I want stuff that the family will be together. It's the garden. And I think at that point, you would have a giant garden, but you'd have a gardener too. Because you would help. I would help. You would have somebody. I would help the you, gardener. You, you would want a garden so big that people took care of it, but that you could also go and stroll and uh -huh. help so that you would you would definitely be in it working. But mm -hmm. I wouldn't be a, I wouldn't personally be a slave to it, but I could go in and play in but it. But you would get slaves but to tend to it. somebody yes. else. <laughs> No, I would pay them. I'm worth three hundred million. I will definitely pay my gardener well. You would, if you had a gardener, you would treat your gardener oh, so well. Oh, I would love my gardener. Holy hell, they'd probably have a little gardener house, oh, and they would just sleep in I it would. with their family of little gardener I would. family. I would take care of my gardener. And then you'd have generational gardeners. Oh, I would. Oh, I would. Yeah, it would be the cutest. And then yes. they would also just like cook at night and be like, Janelle, your non is ready. <laughs> Like, oh, we're having Indian food tonight? And they'd be like, yes, I, I thought you wanted that. Tomorrow will be Mediterranean yes. seafood special. I will bring over a uh, uh, wine. What What are people who grow wine? What is? I'd bring over a family who could grow me Chardonnay grapes, and I would take care of them. That is just the most epic idea. I did think about that when I was like traveling in the Finger Lakes. I want a, a vineyard would be top notch. Yeah. To like live on a vineyard. I mean, I heard it takes a bunch of work, but when you have that much money, you get people to do uh -huh. it for you. And you're fun. just on a vineyard with a view. Oh. Have you ever seen Malibu Rocky Oaks? No. Oh, after this, let me show you quickly pictures of their vineyard. Oh my God. It's out in California. He just, he has his vineyard up on the California Hills and it's the most drastic, amazing thing you've ever seen in your life. And that's the place I'd want to go. I, but, I could buy it. Maybe he'd sell it to me for 300 million. Oh my God. And he's just has so much money and they make good wine. But Vineyard is prime. Like I could just see that. We'd have Janner's wine, Danner's weed. Yeah, yeah. And we would just sit back and enjoy our own stuff. Oh, we'd have fun. Oh my God. Yeah. That would be epic. All the, all the grandkids L together. Listen up, everyone listening. And I'm what sure would, I'm sure all my my daughter-in-laws and son-in-laws would love to just live with us all the time. I guess we had 300 million. Of course they would. Yeah, well, what wouldn't you? We would become really close really quickly. <laughs> the whole family would get to know each other really well. That's why I said we, we would, it would be survival of the fittest. Here's your source. Yes. You Here's want, our address. We can yeah. take 10 people. That's it. You want my you want my money? You will love me. Yeah, you will love me. <laughs> you will bow and you will kiss me. You will love me. On the ring. <laughs> When I want it, as I want it. <laughs> Let us know what you guys would do with $300 million. Um, because we want to know. I think ours are pretty simple. Not that exciting. We just want some land. We want to live. Land and a view. Yeah, we want some land. We want a garden. We want that. But until then, Boda Box, Oikos, green beans, canned green beans. Go ahead and get it. That's, that'd yeah. probably be Del Monte. We probably <laughs> want that Del Monte bean money. So if you could send it our way. Or Green Giant. Green, green, giant. green Giant makes good stuff. I think I love Green Giants cut green beans, which you can buy at King Supers. King Supers, <laughs> right next to Boda Box, Buttery, Chardonnay, and Oikos, Greek yogurt, and Chupan, Greek yogurt, zero fat, <laughs> zero sugar, 11 grams of protein. So big shout out to Oikos. They did write me a message on Instagram. No, you didn't tell me. What yeah, they, they sent me little bomb emojis because I posted on there. So like bomb, like like that's bomb. So yeah, they got in contact with me, just Oikos. sending me pictures. So Oikos, you're you're taking the lead over Chobani here. So um, let's step it up with our sponsorships. Um, we need some of that. Boda Box, Del Monte, 
Green Giant, Oikos, <laughs> Chobani. If any one of you want to go ahead and get at us, it's mamasboypod at gmail.com. That's M-O-M-M-A-S boypod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Instagram if you aren't already following at M-A-M-A-S boypod. That's Mama's Boy Pod on Instagram. Um, well, it's thanks. been fun. Yeah, yeah, thanks for everybody for listening to us and continuing with the support. Um, it's still, I know there's there's a few of you that are still listening and we enjoy. Sure appreciate you. Thank you. Along the ride. You know what? We were talking about gratitude. We're grateful for you. We are grateful for you. Friends Absolutely. and family, we're grateful for you. We're very grateful. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye now. Okay, bye. Okay, bye-bye. Oh, see you. Bye. See you. <laughs>